Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray. And I'm Kimberly. I'm a magician and a pastor. <laughs> and I'm an associate marriage and family therapist. Well, welcome back. Today we're going to be looking at strength and vulnerability, specifically with how mental health has strengthened our marriage. We've gone through a lot in the last 27 years, but I'm going to let you talk a little bit about where we're going today. Mm, you're throwing me the ball to talk about <laughs> vulnerability and, and my, no, I my think stuff. No, <laughs> both have to be vulnerable in this yeah. and learn yeah. to navigate mental health issues as those arise. Fair enough. And arise they did, not that we were expecting them at all. So uh, for me, I would even start my journey back um, in college when when we met and I was uh, studying psychology as an undergrad. And, um, you know, you, you touch on depression, right. um, nothing super specific back then. Uh, but certainly, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would struggle with depression. That wasn't my predisposition. It wasn't, you know, anything that, um, and I'll add to so that. So you're saying you couldn't have warned me and let me know. Yeah, no, no, I could not <laughs> have warned you exactly if I, yeah, if I had thought that would be my issue, I certainly uh, would have tried to give you a heads up, but that that's not the case. And I think that's the case for all of us. It, it's hard to... Um, we don't know what challenges we're going to have uh, in marriage and, and in life. So right. um, I thought uh, the the one thing that I was going to be relatively good at, I was, uh, when I was younger, I babysat every kid in the block. I, that was a you one thing. You were a rock star. I, yeah. Well, um, I loved it. And I loved being with the kids and, and uh I thought, okay, that's the one thing that I will do well. I've done like a lot of training, a lot of studying on on kids and how to work with them. And and uh, well, fast forward to uh, having our first child, and uh, it turns out, not that we knew at the time, but there was definitely some postpartum depression. I think even before that, though, there was when you were put on bed rest. That really started to just. That may have change. started it. Yeah, I, to be honest, I, I hadn't thought of that as the beginning. Um, but yeah, there no, were three months of bed rest to. Yeah. To. Uh, um, I think it started to um, just change our normal dynamic of you know oh, um, going sure. out, being up, go you know as you were literally on bed rest. Yeah. And yeah. So that, yeah. So yeah, three months leading up to the delivery of our, of our firstborn. And let me back up to my education when I was in <laughs> seminary and, you know, so I'm 22. So we just got out of college. You were 22. Then. Yes. yes. Um, okay. I'm not 22 <laughs> just... and been married 27 years. <laughs> okay. That's impressive. I am a magician. <laughs> All right. Fair so, enough. <laughs> uh, no. So at 22, I'm in seminary and I remember taking a class on on pastoral self care, mm -hmm. and it, mm -hmm. there were, one of the lessons was on depression. Mm -hmm. And I can remember my—I'd only been a Christian for five years. I, I came to faith in Christ at seventeen, um, but just how naive I was to this situation. So, <laughs> whoever the prof was, I don't remember. Started to talk about depression. What I remember is I tuned out, going like Christians depressed. Why don't you read the oh. word? You like in my head. Like oh, I <laughs> hey, I I'm really I'm saying oh because that's 
I kind of crazy and at the same time, can't wow, believe, like, right? I God humbled you. Intentionally checked out of whatever mm. that prof was saying. I'm like, oh, I'll never deal with that. Little, oh, little did, did I know. Yeah, little uh, did so, either of us know that yeah. that would be. Um, and and I think at this point in our life, that's certainly a theme. And uh, probably for most people, that you go, huh, the things that I may have anticipated that we would struggle with. None of them were right. Like right. <laughs> they were all things that came out of left field that we had no idea that these would be our our issues. Um, so postpartum depression being one of the the first ones that that we struggled with, um, and didn't realize it until uh, baby number two. I probably some somewhere in there where I got pregnant with baby number two, and and uh, um, and yes, there was a, a bed rest again with that one and, and all those things. And, and essentially what we learned years later is that, um, a big part of that is, is a lack of sleep that, uh, contributes to postpartum depression. That's why so many moms. With your serotonin levels. Yeah. Yeah. That they say, um, the research shows that we need, uh, a minimum of six to eight hours uninterrupted sleep. What mom gets six to eight none, hours? I just... <laughs> no mom. No mom gets that. And and so, but it's something I had no idea, right? Just no awareness of that thought. So probably even times where you offered to get up in the night and I, no, no, it has to be me. Well, had I known kind of about this, the importance of sleeping through? Did maybe, I offer to get up in the night? I, I'm going to assume that you did because I'm going to give you the there benefit were of the doubt. Times. Yeah, I can remember yeah. walking the children in the, oh, you the middle of the night. Did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Because baby stage was not easy in, in our house. Um, with number two, with number one, and that was another like unplanned is number one, we weren't up as much in the middle of the that's night. That's true. And then that's number true. two with multiple ear infections. And so... I mean, one of the lessons I would say in this is learning to plan for the unexpected hmm. in knowing. How? <laughs> How do we plan for the unexpected? Uh, I think by, uh, you know, some of the things that we've talked to couples for years is is go to people that yeah. um, are beyond where you are, where you look up to a particular couple or in uh, a particular ministry or a particular person or business and get mentored and get discipled mm, and ask mm. people for wisdom. I think that's one of the ways. It's not that you'll never have things that are unexpected, but I think later on we started to implement some of those things mm -hmm. to um, to seek out wise counsel intentionally to to help navigate those things that other people go, oh, this is probably going to happen. You might <laughs> want to be aware. And yeah. even with the stage that we're at now with being in empty nest is we've talked to people. We've asked people, Hey, what did you do? How mm -hmm. are you navigating? And we're mm -hmm. navigating it with taco Tuesdays and more date <laughs> nights. And, uh, but uh, now yep. we're way off topic. Uh, <laughs> so getting but you're back. Right. Yeah. So asking other people, um, that you look up to and, and yeah. seem to have uh, solid marriages or they've come through a really, uh, rough patch in their marriage and, and have come out the other side stronger and better. Uh, so the, yes, that is yeah, the way yeah. Proverbs puts it in Proverbs fifteen twenty two. Mm. plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Mm. And we just, we've just learned and we're, we're still in the process of learning this of mm -hmm. like getting people that can counsel us and to help us to navigate because with 
many advisors, not just like one, but、mm. with many,、uh, will find more success in those areas that we're struggling in. For sure. And that can be really humbling. So, on、yeah. our journey, that was、uh, an experience of. Of showing up at a doctor's appointment、um, when we had so by then two little ones.、Yeah. And you came with, my mom came with, and I had to say to the doctor, like, I, I am angry a lot of the time and I'm frustrated. And I,、um, so depression, I want to back up a little bit there. So depression doesn't always show up the way that we. See it in the movies and in the books where, oh, I can't leave the house. I can't do anything. I don't want, you know, I'm going to just lay here in my bed all day. I could get up and function.、Um, but I was, I was angry. And I think the anger was masking the, The depression. depression. Yeah. Yeah. And, but come to find out that's a part of it. Yeah. Right.、Okay. Because I didn't identify why I was angry or what was going on underneath the anger.、Um, So it, it was wrapped up in that and it was, it was a warning sign, but I had no idea that's not something we were taught or is even talked about a whole lot today. Yeah.、Um, and actually, it was a girlfriend that I went to and、uh, I think she shared it maybe at a mothers of preschoolers meeting or something, or maybe she just shared it with me on her own. I can't remember, but that was life changing because she shared her story. I was able to identify mine that I was in and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's what I'm experiencing. That's what I'm in. And so,、um, yeah, huge、uh, blessing that she was for, for doing that. So, let me give two practical things here,、okay. really quickly. One is sharing your story is essential to experiencing health,、mm. um, especially when we talk about mental health, is isolation is a dangerous place to、yeah. be. So, just want to encourage. Whoever's out there listening, to share your story. There might be somebody that could come alongside、mm, that、mm. could help you to navigate that. And the, the second thing is the, the open and honest communication、mm. as a part of that story and not trying to you know, make it sound better than it is, but、mm. being open and honest with、uh, whether you're talking to a counselor, a pastor,、mm. a friend, is. Or your, your spouse、mm-hmm. is here's, here's what's really going on and being as open and honest as you can be. Yeah.、Okay. Yeah. And, and so it was because she was honest about it. And then I could, I think, I'm sure I went to you next and said, okay, this was the conversation I、yeah. had. And I think there's some postpartum depression going on here.、Um, and, and that wasn't even easy. I think you、no. were still in the mindset back then of, well, we would, Just pray this away. Like,、yeah. is that fair to say? That's it, or that it was to hard、say. to reconcile. Like I, I've definitely changed my views on depression. You know,、yeah. like、I went from just being like, Christian, yeah, yeah, you should just, um, I've got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. You know, like, what do you need? You know, you've got joy. Get, get rid of that depression. Right. And so I, I think it was a really naive and lack of, um, understanding of、mm. relationships and the, The, the struggle of mankind, of,、mm. uh, of humanity, as you look at the Psalms and we have a hard time talking about lament、mm. or about sadness.、Mm. You know, it's,、uh, but David was really comfortable calling out to God in both the great times、mm-hmm. and in the, the times where he's weeping and going to bed full of tears, you、mm-hmm. know? And so 
So my understanding of mental health has changed over the years. It's hard to pinpoint like when that might've changed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I didn't have a, a great understanding at that season. And, and it was and, learning for, for yeah, both we, of us. And for we sure. both started to read books on, on that and yeah. um, had um, healthy conversations with um, other leaders about depression. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and you probably sought out some of your own um, kind of mentors in that, or, or at least or yeah, research or because right. on my side, I'm trying to understand you. Right. And, and what is going on with her? Difficult. She's broken. <laughs> yeah. It, I, and I, I love you. I want the best for you, mm. but it was almost like there's not much I could do yeah. to help you feel better. And so that's where, you know, with, um, some wisdom of doctors, the, the medication mm-hmm. um, that was able to help navigate continuing to pray, continuing to create a plan of how do we go to um, a place of, of health mentally again. And one of the strategies that somebody gave to us that we still use to this day is doing a check-in on a regular basis yeah. of like, where are you and what can I do to help you? So we we use a number system. Yeah. Like one, I just want to end it all. And 10, Jesus just came back. Like it's <laughs> the greatest day ever. And usually I would say like a good day for you is it like seven or eight. And six, five, you're starting to like slip into. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I found that if you're, you know, at a six, you know, I talked to you about what would help getting to a level seven, a Mm -hmm. Mm 6.5, move you up a little bit. And oftentimes it was, which is foreign to me at that time, of understanding the connection to a clean house, Mm -hmm. um, to your your health, as I'm like, the place is a disaster. The kids have destroyed it. I've destroyed it. There's food everywhere. What's the problem? You know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Looks like my bachelor pad. It's perfect, Uh, you know? Yeah, no, that was not perfect. Learning to... On my side to know that for your sanity, having things clean isn't just like this make-believe, isn't just like, oh, I just want you to be my slave driver, go clean up some things. It really was putting you in a position to function. To to function, yeah. Yeah. And so I was learning those things about how to bring more health and help to the situation instead of you know, coming home from work at that time and going like, hey, why is stuff everywhere? And, Mm, you know, mm. realizing like you've been dealing with crazy kids all Mm. day and trying to come in with a servant's mindset. And you Um, did. You were good at that. Yeah. I learned to be good at it. Um, That's fair. Um, So backing up as far as uh, the the journey or the process, um, came to you, came to my mom, the three of us went to a doctor's appointment. Um, Fortunately, that doctor uh, is a believer and that did play into, he said, I love that he asked about how, how's your prayer life? And Mm. I had to, I'm sure through tears, look at him and go, I can't even do that. Like, I know that I should, I know I want to. Mm. And prayer life wasn't where I had struggled ever before either. So it was, it was definitely a, um, an indicator that, okay, something is, is definitely off here. And, and, uh, so I love that he asked that question and, uh, with all the other questions that he asked, he said, okay, you know, this, this really sounds like postpartum depression. And I think we were all, well, 
I was definitely surprised by that diagnosis at the time. Um, but anyway, fast forward to once we, we accepted that, um, we did try different medicines. Um, fortunately, that did work for me. We found the right one. And that has been a huge blessing in, in my life and yours, to be honest. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, I've definitely been able to function at a level that I could not have uh, without the medicine. But I will say it we didn't solely rely on that either. It was a combination of um, medicine and therapy and prayer, I think, are, are the top things that we uh that we really utilized. So I did start therapy at that time, going to a counselor and, and, um, one of the biggest things I learned, uh, so for anyone else struggling with postpartum depression was that, uh, my expectations of myself and my children were too high and they weren't even obtainable. So, um, so therapy definitely get help if, if you're struggling with any, any sort of depression, um, be willing, I, I would encourage you be willing to take the leap of faith and, and try, um, try different medication, obviously under a doctor's advisement, uh, if that's what they think is best, um, to, to not be afraid of that. But, uh, I, w I won't go, uh, much further into that. Uh, but back to the tools that you were sharing, that scale of one to 10 was a game changer for us. And we still use it to this day with different things. Um, there were years, fast forward from the postpartum, there were, there was a year where I definitely struggled again. It came out, it felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, that depression, I definitely hit the lowest point. Um, and, and that might've been when we came up with the, or somebody told us about the scale of one to 10, or maybe we just had forgotten to use it for a while. We didn't need it. And then we brought it back up. Um, but anyway, that scale of one to 10, for us, you've already explained how, how the 10, uh, for me was an incredible day. That's great. Um, one is not, but what was huge in that is that the goal is not a 10. The goal doesn't even have to be a nine. Like we don't have to be living at our peak all the time. That's unrealistic. Well, I think when you think of like nine, you know, you're talking like that might be a family vacation. That might be your birthday. Go, yeah. Go, <laughs> you know, like we have, we have those moments, but day to day, you know, there, there's work, there's, you know, things that we're, yeah. we're doing. And I, I think in terms of expectations, if the expectation is I'm supposed to have a 10 every day and if, yeah. if I'm not having a 10, you know, so and, we want, yeah, we want to be clear on that. That's yeah, not so the expectation. Trying the to goal. figure out what is like a, this is the way I would say in terms of like the depth of a relationship. It's like um, when you look at a river that's just like, you know, bubbling over and super fast, but the depth is really low usually at that point. But mm -hmm. when you look at a, a lake, you know, it's still, um, but it has a lot more depth. And I think that's as I've, I've come to understand like my own days and trying to make the most of every opportunity every day is like that, that might be, an eight that I'm consistently mm. hitting, but the, the nines I would say are more like real special moments in life. And the 10 is if Jesus comes back. Today. <laughs> I mean, so, so but, nine's kind of the highest in my book. But. And, and all that to say, all that matters with that is that your scale, you need to talk to your right, spouse about figuring it, out right? That that, for, so that you both understand what those numbers are. Yeah. You don't have to use ours, but but at least make sure that it's clear between the two of you. And then with that scale, 
we just have to kind of move that needle just a little bit, right? So when I said I was at a five, then you were like, it it wasn't, okay, what can I do to get you to a nine? It was, okay, what can I do to get you just, you know, what would help you? And that didn't have to be what you would do necessarily. Helping and yeah, navigating. And, And those were like great days for us, but there was a lot of five, six. And I found when you hit like a four, there was very little I could do to mm. really help you. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I, and this, this was a really difficult part during that season is it was like at that point I could clean the house, I could take the kids. Mm. And oftentimes you wouldn't, you wanted to stay in control. Like you didn't want to let me take the kids. And that say, was hard. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why don't you get out for a little bit? Just have some time on your own. Mm-hmm. Have And, but it was it was very difficult to move from like that four to a five or five to a six or six to a seven was True. much easier. True. But the those are times where you I think you just have to be with your spouse and just um encourage them not to give up, that you're with mm. them no matter what and mm. and go through that season with them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not easy because I, especially on my side, I wanna fix it. I wanna make yeah. it right. I wanna yeah you know, get you better. And that's sometimes not with mental health. That's, that's just not a solution. Isn't always, um, what the other person needs. They need to have you be there and to navigate this with them. I want to, um, wrap up with, with a couple things. Okay. One is our, our struggles aren't necessarily your struggles, right? For sure. This isn't like saying, oh, this is how to deal with. It's saying, hey, let's be honest with where we're at with our own mental health mm. and talk to one another about that. Mm. And, you know, today we, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, Kim's um, struggle that way and how I navigate it on the other side. We could talk about my mental health on a different episode mm, and talk mm. about how we've learned to navigate those things. We, the the point isn't to try to hit every mental health issue out there, but to say these things are real. Mm. Even as followers of Christ, it's not that everything's going to be perfect. We live in a fallen world with fallen people where people die. We experience loss. Mm-hmm. We experience um, maybe losing a job loss of a friendship or a broken friendship, loss of a child, all kinds of things that can put us into a tailspin. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage couples to stay strong together, Mm. to Mm. go through the heart-wrenching loss at times together, Mm. to deal with mental health issues together not to feel like you're isolated and you have to do this on your own, but as a couple, you become a couple that overcomes together and that can really strengthen your marriage. For sure. So today, like all the stuff we looked at, those were moments of a pain and hurt mm, for us, mm. but they strengthened our marriage. They mm. didn't push us apart, but those things pulled us together to go, we want to navigate these things together and be stronger together through the obstacles that come in this lifetime. And that's the key right there, though, is being intentional about doing it together, 
right? It could have pushed us apart, any of the the depressive episodes or or however you want to put that, right? There was potential to, but we made a decision even during, like, no, nobody's doing this on their own. This has to be something that we turn towards each other and and work through together as a team. Yeah, and I I think we'll leave you with that is – Marriage is a team sport. (laughs) Um, Work together, stay together, get the help you need together. This is Danny Ray. And Kimberly. With We Do. Whatever it takes.